Up your Scorsese. Welcome to the Gank Market Podcast. My name is Francis, and this is the episode when we're talking about Star Diving Sounders. Um, <laughs> this is my favorite, my favorite actor. His name is Chris Hemsworth. And he's in this movie because he's, he's a god of thunder, and he's like about monsters and gods and and. And women and more hammers. All right, thank you for having me on. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to another episode of the Geek Mosh Pit Podcast. I am your host, Anthony. And I'm Jason. And today, once again, we have Stefan Perez as our guest. Yes, I'm back to talk about movie. I can't get enough Steffi. It is like well, a I hunger. can't get enough of him either, man. Yes. Jesus well, as Christ. as the uh, as the resident a cinema scholar, I bring my Grade A uh, analyses and deep dive into these films. Spawn Perez has a master's in filmmaking, ladies and gentlemen. So he is overqualified to be on this podcast. Yeah, so all of you must call me Massa. <laughs> <laughs> and today we are going to talk about the most anticipated Marvel film of 2022. And that is Thor Love and Thunder. Thunder! Hmm. Yeah, I'm feeling pretty Thor about it all. Yeah, the uh, the the two the two hour and fifteen minute um, Guns N' Roses music video. <laughs> yeah, I have to bring that up too. <laughs> yeah, so I've counted. I've counted. I mean, fucking Guns N' Roses songs. How many songs movie. were there? Four. Four. Okay. How many times have you seen it now, Jason? Uh, twice. Twice. <laughs> I saw it with you guys, and then I saw it yesterday just to get a second viewing of it, and it didn't change anything. So, well, how do you feel about? The movie Thor, Love, and Thunder, uh, directed by Taika Waititi. Waititi. Um, God, you know, I think that this movie is not, like, extremely, like, a piece of shit, but it's, it's like, way different than the other Thor movies, for sure. I think uh, this movie in general is just, like, the most wackiest, goofiest one of them all. And uh, I know Thor is known for its comedy, like, especially in Ragnarok, but Jesus Christ, they really push the envelope with this one as far as like the humor factor goes and it kind of it feels like it's almost a parody of itself yes you know which is like i mean you take the first thor movie which uh what was the director's name kenneth brana or something like that it had more of like a i don't know if it was like a shakespearean kind of thing going on there or what it was but like you take that movie and you take this movie and put them back to back it's like night and day with these two films it's it's a great mixture of um, Ragnarok and um, Dark World. That was that the second one. Uh, I think Dark World was the second one. Yeah. yeah. So it's like a mixture of those two, which is just like really good stuff, and then just like I'm bored. <laughs> Talking about the yeah yeah the new one here. Well, so you had the first two Thor movies, which were kind of trying to find their 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 place in the in the MCU. <clears throat> and <clears throat> this movie makes me sick. And uh, then you have Ragnarok, which is a breath of a breast of fresh ass, and <laughs> a breath of fresh talk, air. Talk, talk. And it's it's amazing. Like it's it's fun. It's like 
I kind of like what they did with like uh, Hulk in the in the MCU, where they like you know in, in the first couple Hulk films that came out before Avengers one, it, they like they took him too seriously, and mm-hmm. a big green monster who's like you wouldn't like me when I'm angry, Hulk smash. It's like you you can't really take it seriously, mm-hmm. and so the way they handled Hulk was ultimately the way they handled Thor, where it's like, yeah, he's kind of like, he's like, oh, I'm Thor, and I'm mighty, and this, and, like, he takes himself too seriously, the character does, but but it's like, but it's kind of a joke to the audience, and it's like, yeah, like, mm-hmm. that's fun. It's like, yeah, you, 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 like, you lighten him up a bit, and you made him more of kind of like a goofy, fun, cartoony kind of character, while still kind of, like, keeping, like, a serious tone in scenes where it was not appropriate to have jokes, <clears throat> except for the end of Thor Ragnarok, when Asgard blew up, but this movie, Love and Thunder, was was so was such a jerk fest. This is mm. Taika Waititi violently masturbating <laughs> about how funny and quirky he is. You no, know, oh, I mean, I'm from New Zealand, man. Oh yeah, man. Like, and it, it's just like at like every fucking scene, there's a joke. Like, like every not even every scene, like every, every other line. piece of yeah, every line is a quib, and it's 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 so annoying. Like, like this movie annoyed me. Yeah, I would agree with that. And, and like, you know, he won the Oscar for Best Writer for Jojo Rabbit. And uh, I That's read a good movie. And I read the, the screenplay for that sort of recently. And it, I mean, it's really, really good. Um, but it also took years to fine tune that. It took years. And what is the, the years between this and Ragnarok? Like uh, five. Yeah. Five, okay. Five. Yeah. And then like and he made Jojo Rabbit in between. <clears throat> Um, so like he was coming off of those two like films and, uh, so I, I don't know, maybe he just needed more time with it or maybe it was the studio who like, oh, you know, you're the funny guy. Like you can make this as funny as you want, make everything funny. Um, yeah, I don't know that if he wasn't reeled in enough or if he was told, Hey, be as out there and outlandish as you possibly can. Mm-hmm. But <clears throat> whatever whatever the cause, it did not work for me. I, I, I also – it seems like uh, – this is just a theory. I don't know for sure. But it seems like what could have happened is that they were like, okay, just make it funnier. Make it funnier as it was going. And so they just kept adding lines. Well, because it. Ragnarok did so good. So they're like, okay, well, it got yeah. a lot of good feedback. So now we trust you with – you know, full power to take over this uh, the franchise or at least the next movie and be like, all right, here you go. We'll yeah, see what you and, can get. And then it just became like a And joke. then he won the the Oscar for Best Screenplay, and it was a comedy. So it's just like, let's just have more of that because people really like the comedy aspect of the comedy take of Ragnarok. So just continue with that. So this is just a theory that when they were making it, he uh, said, oh, uh, like, or like the producers or whoever or something like just make it funnier, make the scene funnier, have more jokes because all of the jokes, all the humor was, was just through dialogue and it was hardly through any visuals or anything like that. Or like anything like within the scene was really like funny. It was mostly just things that were said that were funny and like, I don't know. They didn't, I mean, it didn't seem like that, that did you clever. laugh at any of the jokes or did you get a chuckle uh, I, don't, I, I mean it got it got to a point where like the movie lost me so I, I couldn't some things were funny but like at the at a certain point like the movie just kind of lost me and maybe something that would have been funny like I didn't laugh because it was just constant but uh, but my point is just that it was all spoken and it didn't seem like very like I don't know 
polished. Not a lot of visual humor. Not a lot of visual humor to go along with it or, like, things within the scene. It was just things that were said. And it didn't seem very polished. It was just kind of, like, off offhand sort of thing. And, like, it was just constant like that. So it just made it feel, like, weak. <clears throat> yeah, it's it's it was so oversaturated with needless humor that when the, and there were jokes in there that I found funny. Yeah, but it was hard for me to laugh because I'm like, this just doesn't feel earned. And I'm just like I said, I'm annoyed. I'm annoyed by all this bad. humor. It's like listening to a bad comedian tell like 50 horrible jokes and he tells five that are funny. Like mm-hmm. they just don't feel very earned. And you're kind of just exhausted with them at this point. You're like, just get off the stage. I want this movie to be over. Yeah, it was about like I think twenty minutes in, and I looked at my watch. I was like, uh, uh. I looked at you. I think like half hour in. I'm like, I'm bored. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, you actually, you, uh, Anthony, you like leaned over to me, and you're like, probably maybe like forty five minutes. Maybe like, is it just me or is this movie boring? And you were like, what? What are you talking about? No. I was like, <laughs> I was like, I'm not enjoying this. Like, none and, of this is funny, and and I'm just like, it's just stupid. And it kind yeah. of makes sense why you why you said that because. Well, the the biggest thing when it comes to like, it, if people are bored, it's because the stakes aren't very high, and also like the goal isn't very clear of what they want to do. So, so with the, all the humor in it, it, it like uh, Jason, like what you said, it was like a parody. It was. Uh, yeah. It's it feels like a parody of itself, and it's not taking itself very seriously. But like, it's not to the point where it's just like, oh, this is just like a fun, you know, comedy that you can just kind of, you know. Just, just go along for the ride, and it's just for, there for like jokes. Because Christian Bale's character is like, it's pretty tragic at the beginning. Like you, it you starts see out him. tragically. Yeah, it starts yeah. out yeah, tragically. Good, good opening scene. Really good like, opening scene. Was, should have set the tone for the whole film. And and then like it just goes just straight in the jokes for the rest of the time. When you just saw him, like almost starve to death, and like watch his daughter die, and then the rest of it is just jokes. It's just. Like the stakes are are supposed to be high. He's gonna kill every single god in the universe, or that's his goal. <laughs> He's gonna pull a Kratos, basically. Yeah. yeah so like that's funny. He kind of looked. He had a Kratos look to him. Too. Yeah, he did. He sort of. Did. But like skinny that, Kratos. But like yeah. that's his whole thing. And like, um, what was it going to? Oh yeah. So like, uh, the stakes weren't very like high, or like the stakes. I couldn't take them seriously, or like the movie couldn't take them seriously. Because it's just like they're, they're acting so funny throughout and everything's like a joke where it's like, are the stakes actually that high? I don't really think that they are. I'm glad you brought up the stakes because as much as I love medium rare stakes, the stakes in this were very overcooked. That's my meat joke, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, no, but like, so you had, you had uh, like when Korg died or yeah. seemingly died, I was like, oh no, like. That was tragic. I got sad for a minute. I was like, oh, like, I mean like. It's sure, getting serious The now. character was starting to kind of annoy me, but it's like, we all love Korg. Korg's like one of the, like the favorites in the new mm-hmm. franchise. And he's like, oh, I'm fine, me. I'm just looking my face. And I'm like, oh, all right. And it's then a I, fake out. And basically. then I don't know if it was before or after that, but like Valkyrie got stabbed. I think, I think it might've been before. Like she, she got, got stabbed she by got the stabbed. lightning bolt. And like, oh no, like, oh, she's fine. Oh, okay. Yeah, and then at the end when when Jane Foster dies, you're like, oh, it's sad. And then, oh, hey, welcome to Valhalla. Hey, we're all here hanging out. And oh, hey, cool, yeah. And I'm like, oh, so we we could see them again. Thor could go to Valhalla and be like, hey guys, what's up? And I'm like, oh, I guess no one's dead. Yeah, kind of. Well, is there a way to go to Valhalla without dying? I mean, because you I don't know. know. I mean, it's it's a I don't know. It's a it's a Marvel film. I don't I don't know how but Valhalla it, works. It is represented as Marvel. it is represented as a real place. So. So that means Odin's going to be there. That emotional yeah. scene we had in Ragnarok where he tells Thor and Loki that he loved him yeah. and that he disappears. Like, if 
if, if Anthony Hopkins yeah, if Anthony wants Hopkins to come is still alive and wants to come back, he'll be like, hello, Thor, my son. I'm still here hanging out, getting drunk. He's on a respirator or something. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, okay, so like this is just like a fucking G-rated like cartoon movie where it's like no one dies really and and like yeah, so it's like mm. the same thing with like uh what's his name? It's like, oh we maybe we can go find Christian Bale somewhere and you hang out with him and and the other thing too is like, oh if Valhalla's a real place, if it's a realm, then it's like cool, you can just go to you can just fly over there in a ship, go pick him up. Hey guys, you wanna come back to Earth and live the rest of your life? Now you're technically you already died, so you don't have cancer anymore, so why don't you come back? And okay, sure. And I was just like, Oh, so none of this mattered. I mean, Nothing mattered. I mean it, yeah, it it could it could have just been like a throwaway thing, just like showing her in Valhalla. Um and I understood why, but it it is it does feel like it might undercut certain things. Well, because... I feel like they absolutely brought that up to set to set the tone for some sort of sequel. Cause why even show it? I think it was just just like a hey, look, there's a Heimdall again. I guess. And it's it, like, it, oh, it see, just, yeah. see, it's not so sad. She's in Valhalla. She looks fine. Yeah, but then... It, but in, just, she's in heaven. It just takes away from the impact. Like, I don't want to yes, know what Valhalla looks like. I don't want to see it. I just want to, like, that's kind of like the beauty of it. So like you want to imagine where she could be. Because it looks... Yeah, because, like, I, yeah, I guess I agree because it does... It just looks like another place. It just looks like another planet. Yeah. It looks it's like, like it doesn't Olympus look or like something. It doesn't yeah. look like a heaven, I guess. I don't know. Or like, like a place where they can't be, you know? Yeah. It just looks yeah. like another planet. Yeah. Um. What did you uh, think, though? Um, I feel like they shoehorned the Guardians into this movie. I know they had to kind of be in it since mm-hmm. he left with them at the end of Endgame, but I don't know. They were just kind of in there, then they're out. and I mean, they're only in it for a few minutes. It didn't bother me. I was like, yeah, yeah. I mean, like it makes sense because like, I mean, he, it could have been a throwaway line of like, oh, I hung out with the Guardians for a bit, and then I decided to go on my own and be a monk. He could have explained it in a line, but cameos, money, yeah, yeah, you know, it, 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 yeah, but it, it didn't bother me at all. I'm like, I, I didn't imagine they were gonna be in the whole film. Although that would have been fun. I honestly kind of would have rather have had like an adventure with like the Guardians of Asgard. Mm. You know, like uh, yeah, are yeah. the As- sorry, the Asgardians of the Galaxy. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I would have rather have had like, loved that. an adventure film like with the, with the whole gang and Thor. And I know Thor's very overpowered. It'd be weird to have like these space mercenaries and Thor and a whole movie about it because at the end of the day, Thor could just do everything. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I, that would have been fun to me. Yeah, I mean, I I like the Guardians movies except the second one really because that was way too. Fucking yeah, funny. I, I didn't like it. Yeah, I, I didn't like. I think that we covered either. that one. This too. The only one I didn't see. Me, me, and my friend Alex were always debating about it, and he's like, "No, it's a much better movie than the first one." I'm like, "No, it's not. It's annoying. It's it 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 has Marvel sequelitis where like every second film in the in within a sub franchise is like not very good or it's like mediocre. Although Captain America broke that. Uh, it broke that. Uh, stereotype yeah yeah because winter soldier is probably one of the best marvel movies ever made i like iron man too i like that even though people hate it it's i don't hate it it's 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 fine i like that more than iron man 3 i never really was a big fan of iron man 3 to be quite honest the only thing i don't like about iron man 3 is that everyone it's kind of like it has a bit of like the taika watiti syndrome where like everyone's quibby and funny yeah yeah it does have that and that was one of the things that i didn't didn't quite uh like for that but um yeah, uh, it's it's interesting because like I keep thinking about Thor, and it's like I think of it as like three movies, but it's actually been like four, and it doesn't really feel like four, yeah. like four movies. It feels like maybe this is like maybe the second, third, I guess. But yeah, yeah. there's been four of them. It's like such a, I feel like it's so different from the first one. It's very different. There's there's definitely been a a 
a shift yeah, that's what as, I was as far as like the genre of the movie. Um, but yeah, I mean, this movie was just, it was so much like Thor Ragnarok that it felt like a parody. Like it felt like a B movie. Like it, it felt like someone tried to make a fun space movie about like a space God, a superhero. And they're like, Oh, like, yeah, I was really inspired by Thor Ragnarok to make this. Like, it feels like that. It doesn't feel like something like it's, it's so bad that I'm like, I can't believe Taika Waititi made this. Yeah, and like I was looking forward to it because I really liked uh, Ragnarok. I really liked Jojo Rabbit, and like I, he's you know he's a comedy guy and he's gotten a lot of uh, success, and uh, so I was looking forward to it. But it was kind of disappointing. Um, it was just way too trying to be too funny. It like the stakes weren't that high, and I didn't know what to take seriously. It didn't seem to take itself seriously um, enough where it would make me care and I, like i didn't really know what their goals were for a lot of it like they want to get the thunderbolt because it's powerful like, i gotta, there, I gotta like, talk about there's, fucking russell crows there's no Zeus, like man. saying like oh we need this thing in order to defeat him or we need this thing to destroy his sword there's like there's just like oh that looks powerful i guess we'll use it yeah uh, <clears throat> and like they show this entire pantheon of gods and I was really, I was honestly expecting Christian Bale to show up and just murk everyone. Yeah, it's come out of nowhere. Yeah. I was on like, he's going to show up and kill everything. Well, the other thing, too, is like, okay, so Russell Crowe. You hear like, oh, my God, Russell Crowe's coming in as Zeus. Like, Russell Crowe, one of the, like, a critically acclaimed Oscar-winning actor, yeah. is coming in to be in a Marvel film. He's he looks like someone who ate Russell Crowe, quite frankly. But <laughs> he really looks fucking. He, he really is Maximus, indeed. <laughs> but I love Russell. He has Crow. that Italian accent. Is it? What's up? My name is Zeus, I and I got was, the lightning bolts. I think he was and... going for like a Greek accent because yeah. Greek people kind of sound like that. But, but it like, sounded way too. I don't yeah. know, Mario fucking. Yeah. It's, it's a me. me. I'm a Zeus. Uh, <laughs> I kind of like that. And like he even had like the, those curls, you know, like uh, and like the beard and the hair. Um, and like he, 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 him being fat, like, I mean, Russell Crowe is fat now, but like uh, him being fat, like it makes sense. Cause he's like old and like, he's kind of over the hill as like a God something and, called a workout, you know, that but also, but also he, it's like trying to show that he has, uh, you know, he's succumbed to decadence and, you know, he's exactly. eating, having the orgy all the time. Like he doesn't care about being a God. He's just, you know, kind of uh, indulging. And that is the perfect setup for a subplot. For Zeus to have a character arc and save the day at the end, yeah, like that's that's what you could have done with this. You could, or maybe, maybe not save the day, but to to really help save the day. And maybe he sacrifices himself to help Thor, Jane. Oh, I was expecting something. By like the way, we're happened. talking about fake out uh, deaths. You were talking about. Oh yeah, and then he he's then not he dead apparently either, you yeah. think he's dead, and then he shows up at the mid credit scene. Um, you know, when I was thinking of Zeus, uh, back to God of War, it would have been kind of cool if they had the Zeus from God of War, that, that kind of mentality of a Zeus, even though like... Oh, yeah. Because they couldn't because it's a funny movie, so let's have a funny Zeus. Let's yeah. have... They were going through all those gods, and I don't remember the name of that thing that looked like a, a fucking... Uh, a toy or look like uh, some oh, jelly the bean plush thing. Yeah. The, yeah I some don't, jelly bean thing or like something. Like the God of like Funko or whatever. Yeah. The God of Funko. I, I, don't, I don't know what the fine. fuck Remember that, that was. It looks like a, like, like, like an anime jigglypuff thing. Oh yeah. 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 That was weird. I, I think that was, that was like a weird, weird pop culture reference that I think it get. might've, might, might've been a reference. I felt like it was a reference cause they had two shots of it and it was like, there was know. a God for everything. There's a, there yeah, was like yeah. probably a God of couches. There's a God of like, salary or some shit i don't, I don't fucking know it the was only just, thing they don't have a god for is premature ejaculation 
but I heard that's coming quickly. It could have been in the stands. You never know. <laughs> that's, I just made a history of the world part one reference. Dun, dun, dun. Um, Mel Brooks should have wrote this movie. That would be fun. That would be fun to it, have it, Mel Brooks. Guy's a million years old. He comes in. I'm going to make a Marvel film. It's gonna be fun. Up yours, Scorsese. What we were talking about? We were talking about, we're talking oh, about yeah, Thor: Zeus. Love and Thunder. No, 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 but like about Zeus and like his whole character and like him not being dead and all that. Oh yeah, like it, I, I was thinking that it needed to have like another, like another turn somewhere, like another twist uh, with like a character, like Zeus coming back, him saving the day, or it turns out he was behind it all. Uh, Ooh, I was thinking yeah. that it was going to be something like that or like, um, what is the, the God, eternity God or something? Yeah, so talk, you brought that up when we, after we saw I, the movie. I was re, cause like there's the, uh, the, the sword is like whispering to Christian Bale. The necro and, sword. Yeah. And then like, uh, Jane Foster, like somebody's whispering to her too. I was thinking like, Oh, who's whispering to them? Like, yeah. who is this person behind it? And I had this thought, like, is it going to be that like the God eternity wants to die and has given the power to Christian Bale in order to uh, uh, to kill him, and and like Jane Foster needs to be Thor in order to give to open the Bifrost to get to him or something like that. So it's like this whole elaborate plot to kill. Wait, all wasn't the gods it and kill uh, him Stormbreaker? It was the only thing that can open the Bifrost. Yeah. Well, oh, whatever. It was. Yeah. Whatever the plot was. Yeah. No, I get what you're saying though. It's like it would have made sense. Whereas, because it's like, and we're gonna talk about Jane being Thor in a minute, but it's like it would have. It would have made total sense, and it would have been a better twist than I like that the though, ending that we said. got, which we'll also talk about. But like, I, I just, it just needed like another twist for me to like be like, oh wow, I didn't see that coming, or oh I'm interested. Yeah, but it's like a complete 360. It's like holy shit, this movie just got better. It, it would have just see this been coming. It would have just been more interesting for something like that to yeah. happen, uh, or or you said, or maybe Zeus being behind it, like like instead of just like. I am evil, and the gods are, and the gods are evil, and we all must die. Like yeah. it, it would have been better if, if something different like that, instead of kind of like a villain of the week thing. It's like maybe Christian Bale was in fact manipulated, and maybe, maybe Christian Bale would have saved the day or something. Yeah. Like, like you know, he he because he sort of had an arc at the end. Yeah, he did. Although, he, like he had the most interesting arc through the uh, all, for the whole. Movie. Although like the resolution's dumb. Eh, I don't know. I, I, yeah, I get it. He was, I just, did he was not, corrupted I by did the not sword like and, the kid yeah. coming back to life. And Thor's like, oh, I'm going to raise this this young child now. I'm like, that's stupid. I don't care about the kid. The yeah. kid was a MacGuffin to get Christian Bale to be evil. I don't care. Which, uh, that could have been a woke thing where it's like, oh, we're going to, she's going to grow up in a few years and she'll be like young teen Thor girl. And uh, eh, I don't Do know. Do you know who that little girl is? No. That's uh, Chris Hemsworth's daughter. No shit. Yeah, that actress. Oh, girl. maybe Did that's why she that. was in the film. That's probably Could why she been. was in it. It's like, oh, I, my kids want to be in the movie. And I think well, yeah, this kid and his brother in the movie, because his brother was one his of His brother the, is the fake, as the actor Thor. Yeah, Thor. yeah, yeah. Whatever yeah. happened to Liam Hemsworth, huh? He's the only one not in the movie. <laughs> it's true. That'd be cool if he showed up as a villain. He was in Hunger Games. I mean, that's something. And now he's going hungry because he's not in anything else. <laughs> oh. I'm sorry, uh, Liam Hemsworth. You're mean. I'm sorry, Liam Hemsworth. So, he's a I great mean, actor. I also wanted to talk about the romantic like chemistry between Jane and Thor in this movie. Um, oh, you mean the lack thereof? The lack thereof. <laughs> so when they were doing the flashback things, when Korg was talking about them like living together and, and you know, baking like stuff and like going out for dinners and everything like was that like 
real or did he just make that up for the joke of the movie of like oh they're two love buds and they did this and they no did that. that was that no that was real um that real. was that was supposed to be flashbacks and because like, we never got to see that because well, who cares i mean it, yeah, was, yeah. it was it's the the point is not like we need to see everything bit by bit of what happened the point is just kind of like because they talk about it in ragnarok briefly it's like yeah they broke up it's like well, why they break up they broke up because thor's a dick and he's not around and jane's a workaholic and they just didn't work. And so it's just like, all right. And it, it, they explained it well. I was fine with a, a quick recap. I didn't care. They had to, though, because you're going to talk about Jane being Thor. And he talks to Mjolnir, and he's, he whispers to it and says, protect yeah. her. And then the little yeah. symbol thing comes well, on. Okay, so that's dumb. That's all dumb. Okay. The fact that his like yeah. weapons are sentient is stupid. I don't like it. Yeah, that seems to be oh, like a God, new yes. thing. That seems to be a new element. And it, should, it seems to be, be a new element just for the jokes of it. Which, okay, uh, but, like, it, this movie has a lot of conveniences in it, and it's, like, one or two I, I could believe, but, like, it gets to the point where it takes me out, and it's just, like, pushes the um, uh, suspension of disbelief just with the amount of conveniences uh, with with everything, you know? Yeah. Like, oh, he just conveniently told uh, his hammer to, to protect her, and then the hammer happens to talk to her and then she happens to have the book and then happens to open it to the, the thing. page where she needs I, to I mean it. you could say it's all magic but then that there's you and know, it's like I mean I literally they introduce are we supposed to take that seriously <laughs> yeah <laughs> they introduce Jane I have cancer five minutes later I'm Thor like it's it's so fast yeah it's so quick it 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 was it was one of the the shittiest like bits of writing in a film i've ever like it was seen. very rushed and it was the same thing with 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 him and the guardians it was like well we left him with the guardians so now we have to show him with the guardians so we need to rush them out of the movie yeah um but they just kind of had to do it they just rushed to get to the plot but like the, this whole setup is like what makes you invested to watch for the the fun and games in the middle and uh they didn't do that very well at all right. yeah. so what is your issue though i mean you were talking about uh, Jane and the Thor situation, how, how how it was rushed. We were talking about how she became Thor and w like uh, what the fuck kind of. So uh, okay, so you had Jane in in the first two Thor films. She feels forced. Her chemistry with Hemsworth is non-existent. When they introduce, you know, in that one scene where uh, Loki and Thor are in New York, and they're like, "Oh, hey, sorry, like Jane dumped you." I was like, "Eh, good." Like, like I, I well, it's like good because it's like it's like Natalie Portman is a good actress, and she, you know, like I, I've been watching her for years, and and I'm like, you just don't fit in these movies. Like, she just she always felt out of place. Mm -hmm. Like that was my issue with her. And like, yes, like like they, it was one of the most forced love plots I've ever seen in a Marvel film. Like between the two of them. Like even even like the love plot between Hulk and like Black Widow like had more like heat to it and even i didn't like that either but it, it's it's like you know and then yeah it's like she leaves the franchise and you're like okay good and sure she has like a little cameo in 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 endgame and, but then it's like oh we're bringing her back and i know that's based off comic which the comic didn't do well and got canceled um and so i'm like why are you why are you doing this like why are you bringing hey you're bringing her in even though we all know that she didn't work in the previous films that's why you cut her out she also didn't want to be in the movies and that comic plot didn't work out well. So it's like, why are you bringing her in? And I'm going to sound mean. I'm going to sound mean for a minute, but it's like Natalie Portman, you know, she's in her 40s. She's, she's getting older. 
And uh, when she's Thor, when she's Lady Thor, uh, <laughs> you could very well see the digitally the digital de aging they did to her. It, it was almost a fun. You made the joke. It's like a Snapchat filter. Yeah, yeah. I it didn't felt like a Snapchat did do filter. That. Yeah, like oh. it looked really, it looked very kind of uh, fuzzy, and then like it looked kind of floaty a little. Yeah. Um, I mean, like, like I was talking to Spencer and he was saying like, oh yeah, like all women, like if they're in close up or anything, they, they, there is some sort of digital sort of touch up going on, but like it. And Spencer it, is someone who we know who works. Yeah. In he works in visual effects and yeah. stuff like that. Oh, so cool. he works on the big stuff and, but like, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's a thing, but like, it didn't look like that. Cause they said that they only do that for like, oh, I guess she was in close up, but like, it looked like a Snapchat filter. It just looked like. A Snapchat filter. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 like they, they didn't really like polish it enough to look flawless and unnoticeable. And also, too, like there was one point where her, uh, oh, they're all, they're all doing like the, the Tony Stark uh, nanotech now, where the mask, the, the helmets will just, yeah, I appear. That. And it was funny because at one point her helmet appears and it looked like a Snapchat filter. And like Stefan, you're like, that is a fucking Snapchat filter. And like, yeah, I mean, like the, the special effects were not like polished enough to look convincing. Which which is sad because like this has like some really beautiful visuals. Like, very colorful. Lo- it's yeah, very colorful. Sure. It's very nice to look at. Like there's just some really great uh, 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 like visuals and like set pieces. Uh, like the whole black and white scene is just very cool to look oh, at. Oh, and they go to the shadow realm thing. That okay, was cool. so that too is where I think the movie finally got good. Okay, uh, let me rephrase that. It got watchable <laughs> because I don't I don't think the movie's good. But like when they go to like the shadow realm and it's like I guess the end of the second act and you know uh, what's his name uh, Christian Bale Gore gets uh, gets Stormbreaker. That's where the movie finally slowed down and it started to settle in a bit. And I was like, oh, cool, like we're. I finally am watching a tolerable movie. Well, yeah, the story is happening. Yeah. Like, the story is happening, and it's not all just, like, joke, joke, joke to get to the next thing. Yeah. Well, he said a joke, though, when he was going, um, call the axe, and Thor was like, you need to call a dentist or some shit. He said something yeah. like no, that. No, I mean, there's there's humor, in it, but but it's like, it that was, like I said, it's like, and I think that's just because, like, the Christian Bale stuff was better. It, I, like, that was the best part of the entire film. Yeah. I think, like, you know, put, like, having him in a scene with all the main characters... Drop my phone. Um, that was where it's like, okay, like now it's you have a good character, the tone's changing, and now the plot is finally happening. Like what we've been sitting around for for the last hour and a half waiting to happen is finally happening. And like, yeah, and it's like I, I started to care again, even though I, I was I was done with the film at that point, but I'm like, okay, well, I kind of care now watching this. And like I said, it slowed down, the jokes eased up a little bit, and it felt Good. I was like, I wish the whole movie was like this. I would have loved mm-hmm. it. It would have been a great film. Yeah. And, and that scene is is that was, I remember that was the f- the first scene in it where I was just like, oh, like that's something unexpected that had happened. Like they just went to black. Like just a simple thing of just going to black and white. Just like, oh, we're gonna have this fight scene in black and white. And it's like, oh, that's a cool idea and something that I wouldn't have expected. Something I wouldn't have thought of. Yeah. And you know, it was like the first time in that movie. I think we we're like an hour and a half in at that point and it was and that was my thought so i don't know so that's when the movie kind of got a little bit more interesting to you is the shadow realm yeah i i guess so i mean that's that had the most excitement and like uh you know like christian bale's performance is great and like also why that joke worked like oh you need to see a dentist uh uh you need to call a dentist like that works is because like there wasn't jokes right before it and right after that like it was 
paced well with jokes. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, Christian Bale is telling them all about like their inner dark secrets and stuff like that, what they're afraid of and all this sort of stuff. And it's kind of torturing them with it, with like their character. It was character stuff happening right yeah. there. Yeah. I mean, I, with Christian Bale, like you said, he did a really good job in this movie, his character. But do you feel like with within like uh, without beating around the bush too much, his performance is probably on par with like say Jared Leto's Joker? No, <laughs> not because at all. Ja- no, because well, there's, he there's was been people good. saying that. Well, no, I understand that. People were comparing. People are saying that because he's pale. <laughs> well, they say I, he's not scary and he's not creepy and. I would say he's not a joke though. Like I couldn't take Jared Leto seriously. I would say that the performance is more akin to like Uma Thurman in Batman and Robin, (laughs) where like they they knew exactly what movie that they were making, and they were just as hammy as like the right amount, and they were having just the right like amount of fun, and like it fit also the tone exactly. Yes, like what it needed to yes, be. Yes, because yeah. it's like there, there wasn't like because you know Christian Bale is a more serious actor generally. So I was like expecting I'm like, is Christian Bale gonna feel like he's acting in an intense drama in a Marvel film? And it wasn't like that. Mm-hmm. He he put on a good performance, like you yeah. Know, and he made you know he made a little couple jokes here and there and whatnot. And I was like, oh, this is this is perfect as far as like tonally, like fun. Put it perfectly, like it's it fit perfect within the context of the film. I just uh, there was I saw this comment on Twitter about it, which is like I wish the movie was just as good uh, as um, oh it's like I, I yeah I wish the movie was just as good as uh, the movie that Christian Bale thought he was gonna be in I guess yeah, <laughs> yeah. the one it deserved or yeah. some shit well no. just like just like one that fit his his whole like performance and it's the same thing with like Batman and Robin like Uma Thurman is perfect in that role but I wish the rest of the movie was just as good as her performance like what like it was I wish it was just built around her you know just because yeah. it needed to fit a certain way and it just didn't do it I mean I liked his uh his character I mean do you think this is a villain I mean a lot of the villains in Marvel they're not they're kind of characters besides Thanos that you forget about mm-hmm. like you know you think he's a standout villain in the entire cinematic universe that we've had so far like no. oh man he's he's a really good villain or at least uh, i th- i i mean they had a lot of potential but i don't think they really delivered on it like they should have spent more time with him like uh, one of the problems i had was that he, okay he just knows where to go he knows exactly what to do in order to kill all the gods and, and he's he, also not in the movie a lot either. he's not like no. you don't really see him butchering gods like you saw him kill one god that was you saw him kill one and then he's apparently butchering others but you don't really see him do it I, like that would have been great when they go to the god realm or whatever and he could have just showed up just like start you were just slaughtering saying, them. just starting killing yeah, people just that would have been great everybody. so we so we understand like oh this guy he's the real deal like he's, he's a some real threat he's yeah. a real threat like there was no real scene where you get to see of how big of a threat he was like there was that one scene like in new asgard where he like brings out the shadow people and like that that's that scene i don't know it's kind of weird because it just kind of happens and i don't really know why he's there yeah, exactly. i didn't know what was happening initially i was just like i was like what is this yeah, and, and i didn't know where they were either for like a hot second i'm like where are we? Yeah, so he's a new I'm Asgard. Like, oh, it's new Asgard. I'm like, oh, I, okay. I was, I was just like confused for like the first. Like, I'm, I'm stupid, but, but like you, you know. don't get his goals. You don't get his motivation exactly. You just know that he wants to kill the gods. Like it would have been interesting for him to have more scenes of him. Like, oh, I want to take the children away from the gods when they took mine away. You know, like, but he just seemed to have done it like, uh, like 
as like a backup plan. Well, yeah, I mean, and and a lot of that too. I, I think that was just like, oh, well, it's bait. I'm using the kids as bait to bring Thor and everyone, and also. As to what his motivation is, it's like apparently the sword is controlling his mind too. I guess. Yeah, it's kind. Of, it's like corrupting him. Yeah, it's or like something. the sword wants him to kill the gods. That's why he's so fixated. It's not that he is so driven to kill the gods. It's more so like the sword is. The, it's called the God Slayer or whatever. And, and, yeah. and we're told this, and we're not shown this. We're exactly. not shown exactly. him like yeah. with any sort of conflict about it, or like that what his plan is. Because like he's just like, I'm just gonna bring out the shadow demons and just start attacking. And that's his plan, but we don't know his plan. Like, oh, the shadow demons are just to distract while I get the kids. You know, there is no understanding of that. So, like, I, I don't care. That's why. And then that was at that point, I think, when you said, I'm bored. Yeah. Like, after yeah. that big action scene that just happened, it's like, I'm bored. It's because I don't know why anybody is doing anything that they're doing. And, you know, all you have to do is just tell me. And then, like, oh, is this plan going to work? You know, and then then you're invested, but that didn't yeah. happen. Yeah. So like, just these really simple things that could have made it better. It just needs more Christian Bale. You were saying about the conflict though between uh, Christian Bale, like you know, he's a he's a good guy, or he's not that bad, but the sword's controlling. And would have been kind of cool, like you see in some sort of conflict between like yes. him trying to fight the mm-hmm. the evil and the sword. But you know, the sword's talking to him. It's like. You know, you must kill, blah blah blah. He's like, I don't want to do it. Like they're like, No, you will. Or kind of like a Green Goblin thing. Yeah, like a Doc Ock thing, being controlled by the arms. Green Goblin. I was thinking that. Yeah, like all that stuff. Just yeah, take a cue from Sam Raimi. What what are you doing? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, ram into direct one of the most mediocre fucking Marvel films I've ever seen. Uh man, (laughs) let's. uh, I wanted to talk about the 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 Axel Heimdall's son, apparently. That's in the film. So the, 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 I didn't know who he was until they showed a scene. I guess like Thor was talking to Jane or something. This kid's floating head, which looked horrible as far as the SFX, like the it, the SFX digi- is sound effects. Sound effects. Okay, visual sorry. Effects, visual effects. Visual effects. Um, I, I didn't like the sound of it either. I don't like, <laughs> it just looked weird. It didn't look real. It, like it just looked like they pasted some kid's face in there, and he's like, "Oh, I'm Hamdo's son, and uh, I'm trying to talk to you." And it was just like. Uh, and the thing is, is like, I didn't get it. Like, why? I I'm, I don't know what Heimdall was doing before he died in, You're just in Infinity racist. War. That's what it is. You're just <laughs> fucking racist. No. Why is there a black kid in this movie? Oh, no, I don't. Yes, but that's beside that. the point. <laughs> I, the character itself, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I yeah. just, it was silly because he's like, my name's Axel because it's a really awesome yeah, rock he, group. He changed his name. Oh, yeah. And I think the Axel joke, too, is like, yeah, it, it was a Guns N' Roses reference. Too much Guns N' Roses. Yeah. and Way and, too much. And like the what's well, funny because like the theme of the last film wasn't Guns N' Roses it was fucking Led Zeppelin. But then I played one uh, Led Zeppelin song. Yeah, so immigrant song I think. Yeah, yeah. but it's it's like uh, very topical immigrant song, very woke. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> there was actually some controversy with that scene with uh, before it came out because people just heard about it. I guess the Led Zeppelin Ragnarok. No, 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 no the the Axel scene. Oh. Like people thought that it was going to be like a trans thing because he changed his name. I, I was I have thought that too. I'm like, uh oh. I'm like, are they doing this? And they didn't. It was it was literally just a no. A, it was an actual rose. Pop, yeah, it was a yeah, pop culture. It was an actual There's too much uh, Guns N' Roses. So he so he had like posters. He had T-shirts and he had four uh, Guns N' Roses songs. I mean, they must have fucking paid them up the ass or something because why, Guns N' Roses. Okay, they're not that bad of a band, but the songs are old. And it's like, why four of them? I would have understood one. Well, Sweet Child of Mine in the... Well, first of all, Sweet Child of Mine, did they play it at the end when yeah. him and the kid... Okay, cool, because that, that, that would make sense. Because like it worked for a trailer. Like 
that was a very good trailer. The first Thor trailer yeah. that came out for the new film, like it was great. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, like it was it was one of the best Marvel trailers I've ever seen. And I was just like, yeah, that set the tone at the very end. Like you see Jane, they don't explain anything. She doesn't talk. You just see. It. You're like, oh my god. Like if you don't know the comic, you're like, what's happening? Oh my god. And then like. But um, yeah, no, it's it's it was it was like I said, it was too much. It was it was a, it was a jerk fest. It's just kind of like, oh, you know, like I'm, I love the '80s and I love um, Guns and Roses, and you know, we want to keep the tone of the last film, so we're gonna '80s it up because you know he can't yeah. get enough '80s. Uh, going back to that scene <laughs> with the Axel thing, um, I wasn't sure if that was supposed to be funny or not. Just like how his head just shows up. Yeah, um, that came out of nowhere. What I was saying, because like, yeah, it looks bad, but like, I wonder if like they did it intentionally, not to like intentionally look bad, but they intentionally made it look kind of cheesy. Um, but either way, like when it happened, I didn't have any reaction. I was like, oh, okay, this is happening. Same. I was, <laughs> I was like, what's going on? Who's the kid? What and that, is this? And that is another convenience that happens. It's just conveniently he's just able to tell Thor like where they are and stuff yep. like that. Oh yeah, and too, and then Thor can just like project himself. Yeah, places. another convenience. Yeah. So all this is like convenience, but like I oh, noticed the two. Sorry, real quick. Everyone was able to call their weapon like like uh, you can call Stormbreaker or Mjolnir. Mm-hmm. You know, like they reach his hand out and call. They did it with a thunderbolt. They did it with the uh, the God Butcher sword. I think there was like another weapon they did it with. But mm-hmm. everyone could just call their weapon to him and it's very convenient yeah like you it's said, all very convenient uh like just these little things like that but like for his you know for the floating head thing to appear like i don't know if it was supposed to be funny that it looked kind of cheesy and like it just kind of like okay this bad. is happening that's kind of funny <clears throat> haha isn't this like weird that this is just happening but like this is one of those instances like i i have i don't really have a problem with that exactly it was their presentation of it which was like oh he just is instantly able to do this like full manifestations of his floating head you know it should have been like oh he hears a whisper and then it kind of grows like what is this i'm intrigued draw this out just like a little bit longer and then like oh ah it is him oh we have the children like this it's a great like what's happening and then it's revealed instead it's just like revealed like what is this is this supposed to be funny? Yeah. Is this kind of this is yeah. kind of weird? I don't remember Heimdall even having that ability. I know he could like show people things or something, but the kid wasn't using his like his vision thing. He's like, you gotta close your eyes and think of something. I was like, so how did you become a floating head and talk to? Yeah, well, it's, that was the kind of, yeah. I mean, it's as as far as some of the power stuff, like everyone's powers. It's like it was a lot of it. You're like, well, I don't I don't know if 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 this is if a lot of this was set up or if these are new powers. I don't. I mean. Some of it I didn't care. I didn't care about the floating head thing because I was just kind of like checked out. You were checked out. out I was checked much. out. And I'm just kind of like, oh, yeah. yeah I was some, checked out by then Some too, kid yeah. has a magic ability. Oh, and then the, and then the end with all the kids having the Using power, the power of Zeus Thor. Thor or whatever. Yeah, all and, these yeah. are conveniences and they kind of like, they really push the, uh, the suspension of disbelief. Which, by the way, that felt like like that felt like such a kid thing. Like we're gonna pan it to the children and yeah, I like them at like a I, bunny I rabbit liked... thing and shooting lasers out of its yeah, eyes. Yeah, and that was funny. Like, like that I would have entertained. Like I would have liked that as a kid. I would have liked that. It's just it's I don't know. Like just the with the rules of the world and like what are the rules and it's like okay if the movie isn't really taking the rules very seriously and it's all just about like kind of ooh how wild and crazy can we get then then the stakes aren't very high. And then that means the jokes have to be good. And the jokes were just constant. And then we're, they were like, okay. Um, so it, it felt like it was caught between trying to be like a regular sort of adventure Marvel film, which is like that have some jokes in it, which is like a Marvel movie to just being an outright sort of like farce, just a farce of, of a comedy, like something that you're not supposed to take seriously, you know, like the, 
it doesn't the uh, the stakes don't have to be that high but they pres- were presented very seriously but then the characters weren't taking it seriously and then neither was the movie so i don't even the know movie, what to think. well it's like we said this movie felt like a parody of itself. it felt like a joke it felt like in a way either someone was trying to rip off thor ragnarok or they were trying to make fun of it and it just like it just doesn't work like it like it's it's i i will say it it's a bad film it's not a good do you movie. think it's the worst film of this year so far that you've seen uh, <clears throat> that I've seen, I, I don't go to the movies a lot, so sure. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, it's probably not the worst film to come out, but it's it's not well, the no, best film that year. I have seen in theaters. Well, okay. it is probably the least good. There's kind of a a, a line of I don't know what is it like the the era of kind of not like flops because it's making money. I'm sure it's all making money, but it's just like kind of like the. Uh, we're in like an era where like the Marvel films are kind of. Uh, you think it's superhero fatigue that's finally starting? It's not kicking. really that. It's just like I don't know. There's just kind of been like a little line of underwhelming Marvel movies. I don't know. I mean, like, yeah. where do you go? Yeah, after, I mean, I was gonna know, say that uh, since uh, Endgame, I feel like where are they gonna go? And it feels like it's very slowly like this phase four. It's not really doing it you know you have ant-man coming out later and oh then, i really another one yeah so ant-man is coming out i was thinking about that the other day i was like when's that movie gonna come yeah out it's somewhere in near the end of the year and then before that oh, after that is uh, black uh, panther wakanda thing so those there's two more coming this year and that's gonna be it for the year oh, so yeah, yeah dr strange the yeah, trailers Thor. haven't even dropped yet oh they're gonna drop one soon i'm sure ant-man doesn't come out until like maybe i don't know november or something they just announced the new director for the Captain America 4. Oh, really? Who is it? Uh, some Nigerian guy. Oh, really? Is it because he's black? <gasps> Captain no. America's black? I mean... No, no, I no. no. no he, he's a... He's a he's no, a, he is. He's a white Nigerian, so... It's kind of oh, weird. white Wait, really? No, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> he's probably black. But no, uh, is that the... What was the country that made um, uh, uh, the Captain Alex movie? I forgot what it Captain was. Alex? It's mm, like everybody is. look up uh, Captain Alex on uh, on YouTube. It's a it's a classic Wakililand film. Uh, or was it Zimbabwe? Or something? I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> Some sort of history with Stevan Perez. Everybody. Yeah. Whatever. I'm <laughs> Where a do film you go scholar. Whatever. Hey, didn't you didn't you take like uh, African Americans in cinema? <laughs> no, 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 no. I wait. I took a black exploitation class. Oh. Ooh, and I also one. took a black women director analysis class which there was very few to talk about so the rest of it was supplemented with uh black queer (laughs) feminist theory yeah yeah so uh i oh i wanted to say this because like we keep going around it and i i don't bring it up um so about all the comedy in it so it's bringing comedy into this film franchise of thor uh, which did not originally start off like as funny, and they brought in Natalie Portman, and they brought back Natalie Portman, and she is not funny at all. She cannot do comedy. Yeah, she's she- not funny, and nothing she said was funny. It was <laughs> it was very not funny. All and of I, it fell flat. I felt very bad for her that she was, you know, like. Taika Waititi, he's a he's a good writer. He can be funny. Yeah, what we do in the shadows, I loved that movie. But like yeah. Natalie Portman isn't a comedic actress, and she just she, it was it was kind of awkward to watch. But you know they had her in the movie. Um, she she should have been the straight man. There was no straight man in it. 
Yeah. Like, they were all supposed to be funny. They were all the funny ones. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. And, and just the character in general. I don't know why. Like, and this is the problem with all of them. I don't know what their goals are. I don't know what why she decided to help be a th- and be a Thor. Like, I know she wanted to be a Thor because, like, it would cure cancer. Why would she know that? I don't know. Yeah, I have no it, idea. Oh, because something like, oh, it'll give the power of life. I mean, it literally— Because she just was, opened up the book. It was so lame. The whole setup for her it's very convenient. Thor, it would have been, been cool if, clear. like, they took their time with it and, like, maybe she doesn't become Thor till halfway through the film or something. But, like, it's it was, like, right away. It's a fucking throwaway scene. And, like, because it made, it made it seem like she wants, like, when she was doing chemo or whatever, she wants to do work and be at the lab. It's like, oh— she wants to spend the last, uh, you know, moments of her life doing work to make the world better and stuff like that, to like do her work, and then she then she decides that she wants to spend the rest of her time being with Thor and like saving the kids. Yeah, like what's her motivation? Like, why does she decide mm-hmm. to do this? Like, I would think that she like maybe it would be funny if like, oh, I want to be Thor, but just so I can be in the lab <laughs> longer. And that would be just funny. Her as a big hulking yes, Thor lady. Like that, that is what a is, visual gag right there. Like her with the helmet on, like at a computer. You know, <laughs> so like we were doing talking about tests. CGI. But I don't. Know, I don't. Uh, like, yeah. uh, but I. Uh, but I don't know why she. Why why she wants to do this? Like, why does she feel so invested? Why does she like want like, like she, her and Valkyrie are very like. Oh, let's go and like start fighting right then. And then Thor's like, no, 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 let me do my thing. But then, like, she wants to fight. Why does she want to fight? I don't really know why. Because women can fight, too. Women yeah. can also be hyper-aggressive. Yeah, <laughs> Did you know that? Yeah, that was kind of the message I kind of got. Yeah. But it was, but then it was just like, okay, well, who's a straight man? You know, like. Yeah, and there, there was no straight. Uh, maybe Christian Bale, kind of. Even though he, but he wasn't part of the team. That's true. You know? that's so true. it's just well, like, who's a straight man? When and I was talking uh, really with the CGI on the face, we were talking about de-aging her. Was those really her arms? Did she really work out for uh, those arms? According, according to sources, no. She was not that buff. Although there's that one picture that came out where everyone's like, oh, it's the Chad May photo. But I think that yeah. might have been fake. So they CGI She also might have arms. been wearing a bodysuit. Like, Stefan, we talked about this like with uh, Jackie... Jeffrey, sorry, Jeffrey Dean Morgan as comedian was wearing a buff bodysuit yeah. in Watchmen because he's he, he's a very lean actor. So yeah. I think she might have been wearing a bodysuit because there's scenes where she's like Cancer Jane and she's like all skinny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so like... Uh, I think it was all CGI. Okay. Thor, on the other hand, was fucking massive in this film. And I found out it's because he's going to be playing Hulk Hogan. Oh. So that right. fucker is roiding out right now. He's playing Hulk Hogan. Yeah. That's, that's Some what biopic a, a, an old coworker of mine told me. Are they going to show all of uh, Hulk Hogan? <laughs> it's a, well, it's probably going to be. So, like. It's they a, showed his ass in the movie. I mean, uh, Hulk Hogan. but That's not what Savon meant when he said all of Hulk Hogan. Um, <laughs> but no, like, uh, you know, it's, it's really funny because, like, Stefan, we were on the phone the other day and we we're talking about this. Like, there's all these new biopics coming out and they're so, like, neutered. And it's just like, yeah, you're not you're not getting something as raunchy as, like, like, uh, like, like, like Walk the Lines, one of my favorite biopics. Because, like, yeah, you're getting you're seeing the true, like, like what Johnny Cash was like. Same with the movie Ray. It's like. Same with Aviator. It's like you're seeing what these people were really like, and you're seeing their positives, and you're seeing their negatives. Bohemian Rhapsody, I've heard, is an incredibly like oh, it's great, like neutered, tailored down version. No, that's good. Great uh, <laughs> of what of what like Freddie Mercury was like, and how he got AIDS, and like like what his lifestyle was like. And I've heard like Elvis is kind of like similar, right, Stefan? Where it's like they they cut out a lot of like little things. Like, it didn't. Oh, you saw that movie. 
Yeah, yeah, I oh, saw nice. it. it. It was a, it was a spectacular movie, but I don't feel like I really came away understanding him more like as I should have. Like I just I could tell that he was like a weirdo. He was like a weird guy who like really loved to perform. Other than that, I didn't really get much more of the machinations that made him who he was um, at all. So, but it's a very beautiful movie. It's a it's a very well acted movie. Um, but uh, it, yeah, it, it it didn't quite have like that hook of like I now feel like I know what Elvis was like sort of thing. It didn't feel like it was a good representation. It yeah. was just like a good represent. It was just a good film. Did you, you ever know? see the movie Chaplin with Robert Downey Jr. and Charlie Chaplin? He put on assless chaps. Oh, that, I haven't seen that in a long Shut time. up. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh... We're well, totally like, going in a different direction. We're totally in <laughs> a different direction, but I'll bring this up real quick. Like, like that movie, I had no idea how sad of a person Charlie Chaplin really was until I saw that movie. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, wow. Like, his life was fucked up, and, like, he went through a lot of shit. And with that one young girl actress that he was uh, fooling around with. Yeah. Really underage. Yep, yep. A very honest take on what Charlie... They would not... They would either not bring that up in the film nowadays if they made that, or they would be like, oh, we can't make a movie about Charlie Chapman because he's problematic. They yeah. would never make a movie like that ever again. Yeah, like uh, Elvis, he he was, uh, like, he he met Priscilla when she was, like, 16, <laughs> 14, something like that. No, that was uh, the other one. Um, that was Woody Allen. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, what's his name? The Great Balls of Fire guy. Jerry Lee Lewis. Like, he okay. married, like, his 12-year-old cousin or something. I don't know. Uh, it, it was a big thing. The Great Balls that, of Fire That was a big part guy. of that, that movie, too. Like, that was in the 90s. But uh, Elvis, they didn't – he's like, oh, he was with a lot of women. But, like, one of the things is that he was in really into virgin, uh, like, underage girls. Very into that. Um, for his own weird reasons having to do with his mother. Um, but that was a big part of it. They showed him with women, but they didn't really show yeah. how old they were. They, that wouldn't Priscilla work. Was. That wouldn't work anymore. Like they tried to tell that story, and it's it a little like, sanitized. Yeah, and, yeah. and that's kind of my issue with a lot of like same thing with the uh, Selma movie, a little bit like uh, that was a uh, Martin Luther King one, right? Martin Luther King. Oh yeah, uh, he was debaucherous and like yeah, he, he Martin Luther would, King like slept with like a bunch of other women. Oh, white women. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Um, it's true. And then like <laughs> then they they sent the records to uh, the recording of him with women to like the wife. Didn't he sleep with Marilyn, or is that a myth? I think that's a myth, okay. but like uh, they. Uh, this is going so far from Thor. Hold on, we got, <laughs> no, Thor sucks. So. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Always getting late in that movie. We're talking, we're talking yeah, about Martin. Let's talk about. We're talking about, we're talking about the real player, Martin <laughs> the King Jr. Uh, that's right. No, Mar- uh, uh, one last thing about that. Yeah, they sent the record to like him. Uh, the FBI sent the the recording of him with some women, like Jagger Hoover. Yeah, like to like his wife or something. Oh. But, but they were saying like whether if it was real or not, they couldn't verify. But like it was known that he was going around. Yeah. Oh no! It's it's like you have you have all these great men and women who were flawed, and like nowadays you they don't really tell that story. Yeah, and because it's like they need to keep it sanitized. Either they're keeping it sanitized, or or it's a power trip, and it's like oh it's a power fantasy, and we can't have a flawed character. So I don't know. Uh, so yeah, that being said, we'll see what the Hulk Hogan movie's like. If it's if it's starring Disney's, uh, Pixar's, Marvel's Thor, no. I doubt it's gonna be a movie that tells the entire story of what Hulk Hogan is like and the shit he went through. But we will see. Yeah, did you know no by idea. the way? Did you know by the way? Uh, there were some cutscenes from the film. Two characters are cut from the movie. 
Uh, one was Jeff Goldblum's character from Ragnarok. Oh, oh. Ah. so they, he was in the movie, oh, but they cut it out. Yeah. And the other one Ooh, was uh, dinosaurs. <laughs> uh, ooh, the other one was uh, the Stormbreaker. Flying guy. saucers. <laughs> oh, a virus, computer virus. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Mini orgasm. <laughs> Ever heard of a fly? Uh, 160 pound fly. Oh, I'm just like having an orgasm. Oh. oh. And the other one was uh, with Conan's wife. Oh. <laughs> Why don't you be Jeff Goldblum for fucking Halloween, dude? I you should, should just do it. I should. Shave the beard. Oh. Get some glasses. Oh, I'm in a metal band. <laughs> um, I was on Idol. Ooh, Katy Perry. Oh. <laughs> the other one was uh, the Stormbreaker that created, like, where's the axe? That, that, fuck, I forgot his name. Uh, where's the trigger? Peter Dinklage? <laughs> Peter Dinklage, yeah. Oh, he needs the axe. Oh, uh, yeah, that good. I'm glad they cut him. That, that character was cringe <laughs> in, in Infinity War. It was a very cringe character. And that's because... Peter Dinklage is really bad at accents. He's not good at doing accents. Um, he's a good actor, not a good uh, voice actor. Even though he was in um, Destiny, but they changed his and voice And they changed out. it because he was like, his performance so in that was, uh, his performance in that was um, bland, according to like a lot of. It was like he was sleepwalking in yeah. the voice I remember listening acting. to it. And I was fine with it, but I also didn't really play Destiny a lot when it first came out because it was lame. But when they did the the repatch and what was the fucking the guy who played Desmond Miles in Assassin's Creed and he also played Nathan Drake what's his fucking name? Um, God, I don't remember. He also did Penguin in uh, Arkham in the Arkham games. City. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But well, that actor Nolan North, Nolan North, thank yeah. you. Nolan, mm-hmm. Nolan North, they replaced him as as the ghost uh, in uh, in yeah. Destiny. Anyways, tangent. <laughs> but doing um, that quite a bit. Yeah, but no, it's it's ultimately if and I told Big Nick this the other day. Oh, Big Nick. We were talking about this the other day. He hasn't seen Thor yet, but he told me, he's like, you know what? Marvel should just make shows. He's like, I just don't think the movie thing's working anymore. And I was just like, yeah, it's like there's there's so many heroes now and like there's so much to do. And a lot of it does feel episodic and villain of the week. I would rather just have it be like Thor, the, the series Thor on Disney Plus, yeah. the series Avengers. Like yeah, the, like, uh, like the, right after um, uh, 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 Endgame, what the, I think it was uh, WandaVision. WandaVision. uh uh, it was Winter, Winter Soldier, Winter, Winter Falcon, Soldier, Winter Loki. Soldier. Yeah, like Loki. all these things were like. Uh, I like the idea of them, especially WandaVision. Didn't see Hawkeye though. WandaVision, like I really liked that idea, um, and uh, you know, just kind of having like little adventures, you know, just like having, you know, their own series because that's you know, but between all these giant yeah. events. And I talked about that. this in one of our last episodes where I'm just kind of like, yeah, I just, I just think that like. You just you just get more out of like a TV show. You get to develop characters more. Things won't feel rushed, generally. Um, and I think for something like Marvel, with so there's so many characters now, and there's so much to do. It's like yeah, fuck movies, fuck movies. I hate going to the movie theater these days. Everyone's always talking and like just like it's all sign seating. I'm tired of it. I just I want to watch TV now. I don't, I don't care about going to the movies anymore. Yeah, and you can make your sound systems pretty good at home now. Yeah, so you, you can, can get do a TV that. the size of a fucking house. So it's like this. Yeah, you well, can. Also, there's um, people that have been like, say Obi Wan Kenobi, that's done, but it's like six episodes, but someone cut it into a movie. So you mm-hmm. can watch it. It's like a two hour, two and a half hour movie. It's or probably something. better. <laughs> no, but you probably. can see like that, like as a movie. So if you did that with a Marvel show and just cut out all the bullshit and made it into one movie, like that could work. Stefan, well. can you take the new Thor movie and like cut it into like an hour? <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Editor. Do you think it's possible? Because there's so much I, shit I don't in have, that movie. I don't have any 
wants I don't have that. to do I it. I, I don't well, have I remember, the patience okay, I remember or you energy. Wanted to, you wanted to do that, though, with uh, Dark Knight Rises, which I'm still yeah. hoping you'll do one day. Yeah. You're I, making a cut of Dark Knight Rises? Yeah, yeah. just like a – just something shorter. Like, I don't know. Just There's just a lot of fat on it, I feel like. Trim the fat. Trim the fat. Yeah. Or actually, trim the fat to the film. Take the Dark Knight Rises to the gym. Uh, can you add some Joker in there too while you're at it, please? Yeah, just, <laughs> yeah I'll get like a yeah. puppet and I'll just put a little Joker. Wait, that would be perfect. Don't even deep fake it. Get a puppet. Like it'll just get really bad. Like I'm an idea. I'm a puppet. <laughs> Hello, my name is Joker. <laughs> Batman. <laughs> a voice that sounds nothing like. Actually, Eddie you just Joker. added a Jared Leto. Did you add Jared Leto into Heath Ledger's voice? Fuck it. I got an idea. I got an idea. <laughs> Pick a card, Batman. It's guess what? They're all Joker cards. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> it sounds just like that. God, <laughs> Batman. <laughs> sound like fucking Fat Albert version of Joker. <laughs> hey, 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 I'm the Joker. Hey, I have a Joker card to play. Anything else about the movie that you want to discuss? Because I feel like I'm all my. Like thoughts and opinions are exhausted now because I've said what I needed to say on this film. If uh, oh, and I said this to Nick, why I brought him up, and I will say this to whoever's listening: it is not worth watching. It is worth the skip. Like literally, like I'm thinking about it. Like in the grand, in the stakes, the grand scheme of like like the overall MCU, you don't need to see it. And I kind of feel the same way about Guardians Two. It's like you don't yeah. need to see Guardians Two to catch up with like you know. Avengers, because I remember like I only saw Guardians two one time, and then like when I, Avengers, uh, whatever is called, Age of Age of Infinity War, when that <laughs> movie came out, like I had I had forgotten about the Mantis girl, and like I and I, 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 I forgotten about half of that, and I was like, oh yeah, that did happen. I'm like, I, I, it would have been worth a skip. I didn't have to see the other film, yeah. and I feel like it's the same way. If they make another Avengers film and Thor shows up, you don't, and you see this little girl with him, it's just like, ah, is his daughter from the last film or something, or it's it's the bad guys that I don't know. I don't know why she's in this film. Anyways, yeah. So, uh, yeah. 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 So would you? So would you recommend? No. God. Were you disappointed? Yes, and I will not recommend this film. It is a waste of time. Don't watch it. It's 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 not like the worst movie I've ever seen, but it's not good. It's not a lot happens. No one dies except for Christian Bale. It's it's not worth it. Like don't see it, or or see it if you're if you're if you're someone who's like who's like a Star Wars fan. Where it's like, well, I have to see it because it's Star Wars. I have to see it because it's Marvel. Then sure, get your fat ass on the couch in the movie theater. Get your fucking eight buckets of popcorn, your triple large soda, your fucking <laughs> candy wrapper, and I want you to talk during the entire fucking film and annoy everyone around you because that's what a fucking moviegoer is now. <laughs> Well said, well said. Did you uh, think that this is not as good as say if you had to compare the two? Not saying much, but for Doctor Strange, like would you say like Doctor Doctor Strange is boring, but like it's a little more focused. You even said Dark World is a lot more interesting. I honestly like. I'm gonna like go back and watch. The thing about Dark World that annoyed me was like I felt like Loki was too Loki. And Darcy. Darcy's like one of the worst oh, characters. I remember I, when she but, came on screen. When she came back in in this movie, I was like, no, God, fuck, go away, you annoying bitch. Like, you're not funny. Like, get the get the fuck out. I don't want you here. And so I'm glad she was a cameo. But like. You would have hated WandaVision then because she's all up in that she show. She is in that, but she's better in that. Is she? Oh. I, I, like, I mean, she's. she's Why this, is she in that? 
because uh, they needed somebody Reasons. in it. <laughs> what, what, she has no con- what? Because she's like uh. a scientist, and there's like th- there's there's a reason. But like uh, she's a scientist. Her, she's like a scientist person. There's like some Wasn't science like stuff. Stifler's mom, the villain, or something. No, no. <laughs> she looks like her. Like, it's like, a different one. Like, I was like, yeah, it's Stifler's mom doing it in a Marvel. No, film. no, no. But she she's better in the show. Uh, I don't know why. I, I don't know why, but she just is. I think yeah. it's because like she's. I don't know. She just works somehow. Like probably she's just directed better, and she had more yeah, to do. Yeah. She doesn't really have anything to do in the Thor movies, like in the first two, the Darcy girl. Like, Jason, would yeah. you recommend? If uh, you're a Marvel fanboy, like he was saying, that you have to see every Marvel film, and you love Thor, and you find stupid humor funny, then yes. But this is definitely worth a skip, for sure. That's my opinion. Even um, I was thinking, like, was going to ask you this question real quick about uh, Loki brought him up. Do you feel like if we had Loki, he should have been this film or it would have been better to have him. It would have been too much. I, I remember well, real quick before I go on that rant, what'd you recommend? Stephon? Um, I think you could skip it. You yeah. can skip it. It's, um, it's not, it's not like terrible, terrible. Um, but like, I don't know. I didn't find it very interesting. Some people I think like it. Some people hate it. I'm kind of like it's just not that good. Um, like I put it on like my I have my on my letterbox. I'm on letterbox, uh, <laughs> and I think I put it like fifth from the bottom of like all the Marvel movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I a think, lot. There's like thirty. So <laughs> yeah, I think I put like Captain Marvel right above it. I think I didn't. I didn't like. Captain I would Marvel. say Captain Marvel is a more focused movie. No, 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 I put it. Think I put it below it, and I put. Black Panther above it. I think, yeah, it's like in between Black Panther and like Captain Marvel. Mm. Yeah, as far as Loki coming back, I, I feel there was so much going on. I just feel yeah, like it would have been too much. Place. Yeah, it, it would have been too much. And also, like, you know, the other thing too is like a lot of these new films feel like fan fiction because it's like you had these impactful deaths, you had like all these like character resolutions, and it's like, no, we're actually going to bring them back. And it just feels like something that like a, a kid would do. Uh, mm-hmm. What is it? Um, I was watching a critical drinking review, and I, I and I don't know if Chris Hemsworth said this, but this is an alleged quote that Chris Hemsworth said. This movie feels like it was written by a seven year old. <laughs> it does, it definitely. And I does. don't know if it's a joke. I don't know if he just means well because it's fun and kids like fun. Like you're not usually contractually, you're not supposed to bash a film that you're in that's that's just coming out. Like there's a contract, like saying, oh yeah, you don't do that because like you'll you'll kill the sales yeah. and. But uh, that's pretty telling, like. <clears throat> Yeah, the movie does feel like it was written by a child. And then this happens, and then this happens, and then this happens. What about the resolution? What, what does that mean? I don't know what that word means. <laughs> and then this happens, and this happens, and then the bad guy's daughter comes back, and then Thor and the, and, and, and the daughter live happily ever after. And then Mjolnir <laughs> looks like a pom-pom or whatever. Like at Yeah, the she put like um, some little pom-pom. Yeah, which is like it. cute. Once again, cute concept, but just like didn't work for the film. Why are you raising this random fucking kid? I don't care about this kid. You know, at the very and it's end. because it's his daughter in real life. And it's like, oh, it's it's like, oh, my daughter wanted to be in the film. And I think it'd be fun. It was just a circle jerk. The entire movie was a jerk fest. Yeah, when they like uh, started uh, running towards those, uh, whatever the fuck they were at the end of the movie. So aliens know. or creatures. Yeah. He was carrying, you know, Mjolnir and she was carrying Stormbreaker. So it was like, okay, so is this like a, like a thing now? Is this like a dynamic duo kind of thing? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I really don't care. I, I don't. I don't at this point. I, I just think it's like, all right, like Marvel is played out. 
and I think it's time to let it all is. It's not going to go away. The time They're for gonna, DC is now. <laughs> though, yeah. So it's just like I mean, there's just so much more you can do. I mean, it really like now with Ezra Miller going nuts and like <laughs> getting kicked out of like the the franchise, and now Amber Heard more likely than not getting kicked out. It's like you should just fucking like reboot everything based off the Matt Reeves Batman, and start fresh. Mm-hmm. Fuck the the Snyderverse. I'm I'm, I'm gonna say that till the day I die. The Snyderverse is a, is a shit fest. Fuck it. But all these people like it. Like it has its because own. they're talentless, because they're tasteless hacks, and they also like Star Wars. Fuck them. Fuck <laughs> shitty fans. Okay. <laughs> well, well said. Well said, Mister. You're the reason why these bad movies and TV shows exist because you're all tasteless. Yeah. Fuck all you. <laughs> yeah. So uh, Thor: Love and Thunder. Uh, we didn't like it. I didn't hate it. But I'd rather uh, go to Infinity Cones and pig out on uh, ice cream for the rest That's of this. That's what this is all about. <laughs> this, this episode is sponsored by Infinity Cones, located <laughs> in my ass. <laughs> Two miles north of uh, <laughs> my balls. Get, get New some, Asgard. Get some chocolate ass cream today. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, uh, I, don't, I don't know. I've already kind of forgotten about it. <laughs> yeah, I'd take notes. What's, ne- what's next? <laughs> The long-awaited Watchmen thing that's uh, gonna happen in two years. Well, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta talk about Maverick. Uh, I haven't seen it yet, so oh, okay. I want to do a Maverick episode. Maverick. I also want to do an episode about uh, a Joe Kaczynski episode, and I want to talk about Oblivion because I love that movie. I just, okay. I, I said in the last episode, John I recently Krasinski? rewatched it. Joe, Joe, Joseph Krasinski? Krasinski, John, John Krasinski, John, John Krasinski. Yeah, I loved him in The Office. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, he was the smartest man but alive it's too, the, right? It's the guy who directed Oblivion and, and Tron Legacy. Okay, both underrated good films that i want to talk about we'll so do that and then we'll do we, that at, at some, some point. point mafia films oh yes we, we, have, we have recently lost and... we have recently lost ray liotta yeah. james khan and tony sirico r.i.p a-r-i-p yeah uh Mamma yeah. mia. Mamma mia. Very dead spaghetti episode. Yeah, I got the got, lightning bolt. Got, My name got, is Zeus. I come from <laughs> Olympus. Yeah, we got we got to do a spaghetti episode. Not a spaghetti western, but a spaghetti episode. Yeah. There's a lot to do. There's a lot of lot of different ideas I have. Yeah. And uh, anyways. But ladies and gentlemen, this has been another episode of the Geek Mosh Pit Podcast Fun. Once again, thank you for being on. <laughs> mm-hmm. Of course. I love this. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of enthusiasm. I love there. talking about films and talking shit about them and uh, chimping out. I am with one a, of my best I am a film scholar, so this <laughs> he has is a degree what I, to prove it. Massa Perez has a degree. Right. That's right. I'm a scholar, the film scholar butcher. <laughs> I am Anthony, and I'm Jason, and we thank you for listening to this episode of the Geek Mosh Pit Podcast. Have a good day. Later. Later.